from Mamma Mia. Hi, I'm Claire Murphy. Welcome to The Quickie, getting you up to speed daily. There's a really disturbing stat we come across randomly every now and then, that the first ever tampon and pad you ever used is still out there somewhere, decomposing in landfill, because just one tampon takes longer to degrade than the average woman's lifespan. Now, we've made big strides forward in making sure we're living as sustainable a life as possible, but do we also need to take a look at how our menstrual cycle impacts the environment? Today, we're looking at the revolution in period products that can mean the monthly visit from Aunt Flo can leave less of a lasting effect. We're becoming increasingly sustainable aware. We've swapped out coffee cups, straws and cling wrap for reusable versions. We've learned how to recycle, compost and avoid fast fashion. But are you having a sustainable period? Over a single standard human woman's lifetime, she will throw in the bin somewhere around 10 to 11,000 tampons alone. Despite looking like 100% cotton, and some of them are more cotton than others, tampons have a range of plastic involved in their production. Your tampon comes wrapped in plastic inside a box that is also wrapped in plastic. The string contains plastic, the outer layer that holds it all together is plastic. Some come with a small rounded applicator that's made of, you guessed it, plastic. Pads can be up to 90% plastic, from the wrapper down to the polyethylene leak-proof barrier and plastic sticky wings. Plastic enabled pads to go from a bulky, solid thing that hung off a belt to the thin, flexible, more absorbent versions we use today. Now, because we know plastic isn't great at being biodegradable, taking hundreds of years to fully return back to the soil, all the tampons and pads we've ever used in our entire life are still out there somewhere, buried under months, years and decades worth of rubbish. But how do you make a sustainable change when dealing with a period is hard enough, when being able to easily dispose of the materials you use through each cycle is a godsend for modern women? Well, let's address some of the more popular options. Lucy Cutting has made the switch from using pads and tampons to a moon cup and period-proof underwear. Lucy, take us through the first time you used a moon cup. Yes. So I guess I started using moon cups because of the environmental aspect. And I was also just curious. I thought, why not give it a shot? It might be the best decision you've ever made for your period. So I bought one. I took it home. I did the sterilization thing, you know, pop it in a boiling pot of water, all of that. Putting it in the first time feels very awkward. It doesn't feel like it fits right. It has kind of this suction motion where you have to figure out that you almost need to like push it up a little bit further and then tug on it to get it to fit snugly. But I think possibly more confronting than putting it in the first time is taking it out the first time. Yeah, this is, uh, this is something that worries me a lot because it's not like a tampon where the blood's all been soaked up by something. This is essentially just sitting there. Exactly. And it's this delicate removal procedure. You know, you grab it and it, it has suction. So you're trying to pull it, but you know that if you tug it, and pull it out dramatically, everything will be terrible. And so you have to kind of delicately grab it, release the suction by cupping it a little bit so that the air releases, and then delicately remove it. And you're still doing those actions that you that you do when you remove a tampon. So you still kind of have to, you know, like raise a leg in an awkward manner, position yourself over the toilet in an interesting way. So you're still doing all of that. So there's a lot going on. And then when you remove it, then you have to deal with what to do with all the blood. So I'm quite a heavy flow person. 
So the first time I removed mine, there was just so much blood and there was blood running down my arm. <laughs> there was, you know, blood all over the cup, spilling out of the cup. And luckily I'd done it at home and I had quite traumatic experiences in public with my moon cup. Do you have to rinse it out in the sink every time you empty it or can you just tip it in the toilet and reinsert it? I prefer to rinse it out every time because I kind of don't like the look of those, you know, how you can kind of get slightly chunky parts when you have a heavy period. So I prefer to fully rinse it out and I find it a bit weird just drying it out with toilet paper. And also you have blood on your hands too most of the time. So you want to rinse your hands as well. It can get quite messy. I did have a particular experience at work once where I had the cup in and I'd removed it and I just didn't get it right. And I tugged on it and instead of it just coming out gracefully in my hand, it actually exploded all over the bathroom. It hit the wall, it hit the toilet and it rolled out of my particular cubicle out into the open area of the, the bathroom. Luckily, no one else was in there. Like I was cleaning up blood off the floor, off the toilet, out of the cubicle next to the sink. Super, super messy. Quite an experience. I'll never forget it. Do you use the same moon cup for your entire period? Do you have to swap it out? And then do you have to sanitize it? Like you're talking about boiling it in water. Do you have to do that at the end of your period? How does that all of that kind of stuff work? Yeah. So I do use the same one throughout my period. I like to boil it after each period. I think that that's a good thing to do. It's just kind of nice to be able to clean it properly. And then the next time you need to use it, it's just ready to go. And does it come with a storage container or is it just, you know, pop on the sink in the bathroom? Mine did. It came with a little silk bag, which I have since lost. Uh, (laughs) I think I maybe lost that probably after the second use. All right, let's talk about period undies. I have a lot of questions. What's your experience been like with those? <laughs> They're quite expensive. I I think my pairs were about $50 each, but they're so worth it. And if anything, if you have a young woman in your life who is getting to that age where she's about to have a period, buy her some period undies because it's such a good investment. They're so easy to wear. They're comfortable. I think I've had leakage maybe two or three times over the three years that I've owned mine. And they're money savers. Of course, they're expensive when you first buy them. But then down the track, you know, you think about how much tampons cost and pads cost. It just makes so much sense. How many pairs of these undies do you wear each day while you're on your period? It varies. The first couple of days where it's heavier, during the day, I'd go through two pairs. And then at night, I would wear just one, but I'd wear a heavy flow one and I would change it the minute I woke up. And then on the lighter days, I tend to just wear one pair for the whole day and change it and wear a different pair for the night. So you definitely have to be across washing a lot. I've only bought four, so I have to do a lot of washing. I guess when you take them off, though, it's worth considering that it's good to give them a rinse. So I tend to take them off in the shower or at home, the laundry or something, and just give them a really good rinse and then put them aside and let them dry just so they don't get stinky. Tell me what it feels like, because we all kind of know what wearing a pad feels like. You know that that parts of the day you can feel a bit gross because it's kind of wet and it's a bit uncomfortable and a bit squishy. Like that's, is that the same feeling with period undies? Yeah, a little bit. I would almost say less than a pad because it's soaking into the actual fabric, whereas the pad is kind of raised and fully touching you. So I find that at first when I've put them on, they're great. 
you know, and I hardly notice it. I imagine it feels similar to free bleeding where at first you're a little bit shocked because you're so used to having, say, a tampon or a pad catching it and now it's just running onto your underwear. But as the day progresses, if it's in the heavier part of the day, it can start to feel a little bit gross. The thing that I really notice is if you go to the bathroom and you've been to the toilet and the underwear have been exposed to the air and then you put them back on and they feel a little bit cold and disgusting (laughs) but that feeling doesn't last long and honestly they're they're so worth it like just just give them a shot I I highly recommend them. So are there any health-related issues we need to consider when we're switching to period alternatives? Dr Marita Long is a GP who specialises in women's health. Dr Long let's start with the moon cup it has to suction in to keep the flow at bay does this suctioning in and out cause any issues internally? Not at all. I think that the tricky part here is getting the technique right and getting confident to use one. Is there any increased chance of infection with these cups? Because you do have to handle it quite a bit and rinse it out and all of that stuff. Is there any issues there? So like if you're putting anything inside your body, yeah, there have to be some hygiene measures that you take into control. So washing your hands before you're popping anything in that vagina is important. Washing the cup when it comes out and putting it back in when it's clean. Those things, of course, are important. Let's talk about period underwear. What are the chances of causing some kind of issue with essentially kind of sitting in your menstrual blood all day? The menstrual underwear are usually, my understanding, is made of bamboo, which is very absorbent. So it's really no different to having a pad, except it is more absorbent. So you're not sitting with the blood against your skin as such. Of course, it is going to depend on your flow. So if you have a particularly heavy flow, they may not be the right thing for you because it might be that they're soaking through and there might be that then there's blood that's, you know, sitting for a long time against your skin, which, of course, can cause for some people dermatitis. You know how you talk about toxic shock syndrome with using tampons? Uh-huh. Is there anything like that associated with using a pad or a period underwear? No. Some women are very susceptible to a contact dermatitis. That's probably the most common problem we see with using sanitary pads or the underwear. But no, not toxic shock. If we're talking about things like tampons, for example, Uh is there a better choice of tampon over another? I know someone was telling me that if you use unbleached organic cotton, it's better for you internally because bleached cotton can be absorbed by your vagina. Is that a thing? I don't think that's accurate. I think anything that's on the market today is generally a lot better than tampons of the past. And again, it's looking at the issues around insertion, how long it's staying in in for, and again, individual needs. So some people will need different sizes and some people may have reactions to particular tampons. But as a general rule, no. So with this new sort of revolution in how we deal with our period, whether it's moon cups or Mm -hmm. period underwear, Are we Mm -hmm. seeing it as a good move for women? The more choice, the better? I think there's a few things there that we have to think about. So one, we have to have a huge think about the fact that there's a lot of women in Australia who can't afford any of these options. Young women who are living below the poverty line who actually don't get access to any of these. So that's one thing I think we all need to be mindful of when we're talking about choices for women. The other thing, I guess, at the other end of that is that we really have the option these days to talk to women about the option of not having a period if they don't want to have one. 
And that's something that's gaining a lot of popularity. It was used a lot in the past, I guess, to treat medical conditions. So very heavy menstrual bleeding, painful periods, mood disorders associated with periods. You know, you could choose to suppress your period. But now women are seeing that as a choice. And I think that's something that, particularly as health professionals, something we need to, to give women the option of as well. So if we're talking about sustainable periods, no period is the most sustainable of them all. Absolutely. There are other sustainable options to discover too, like reusable pads you just wash out and hang on the line. To a reusable tampon applicator, pads and tampons made from exclusively eco-friendly materials and biodegradable applicators made from things like sugarcane. And even a flexible disc that creates a barrier that can hold back up to five tampons worth of period blood at any one time. So as we look for more ways that we can help the planet, us ladies can make a change one month at a time. That's all for The Quickie today. For more episodes, head to mamamia.com.au forward slash The Quickie. This one was produced by Melanie Tate with audio production by Ian Camilleri. And if there's a new story you think we need to look at in a little more depth, shoot us an email, thequickie at mamamia.com.au or hit us up on Instagram, Facebook or Twitter.